devotion to God himself. And this is what is meant when we talk about legalism. So outward obedience and correct religious practices are acceptable and effective only if they are based on knowing Jesus Christ through sincere faith in and love for him because of who he is and what he has done for us. So that's the first thing God requires of us. The second thing God requires of us is to circumcise our hearts and not be stiff-necked. So we see that in verses 14 through 16, which says, Behold, to the Lord your God, long heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. And the Lord said, His affection on your fathers to love them, and He chose their descendants after you, you over all the other peoples, as it is this day. So circumcise your heart. And do not stiffen your neck any longer. So God's choice of Israel is a mark of inexplicable and discretionary grace. Because Israel had no moral or theological claim to the Lord's favor. So circumcision was the sign of the Abrahamic covenant. He right to be followed by succeeding generations of the Oppressive. 
situations should be the first to deal kindly with others in similar circumstances. So what then will happen when we choose to do the very things that God requires of us? What happens then? We'll understand that we need to look at our verse of the day. So to end this, we're going to end with our verse of the day, which is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. So when we submit to Him, He will make our path straight. So by submitting to Him, we're saying, we're going to do the three things that you say that are required of us. So, trusting in the Lord with all our hearts is the opposite of doubting and ignoring God in His Word. It also involves spreading our anxieties, worries, and fears to Him. Complete trust and reliance on God is vital to our relationship with Him. After all, He was always proven to be trustworthy. As God's children, we can be assured that our Heavenly Father loves us and will faithfully care for us, guide us in the right way, give His undeserved favor, and keep His promises. In the most difficult times of our lives, we can commit our plans and situations to the Lord and trust Him to work things out for our best. So we must remember our own understanding is limited and perfect and can likely lead to error. So for this reason, our thinking must be enlightened by God's word and led by the Holy Spirit. Rather than relying on our own reasons and judgments, we must pray for God's wisdom and purposes to guide all our decisions and goals in life. And finally, in all our plans, decisions, and activities, make it your purpose to recognize and accept God's authority and desire His leadership above anything else. Desire His leadership above anything else. So if the aim of your life is to honor Him and serve His purposes, you can be confident of His guidance by submitting to God's direction. And projecting each new day is an opportunity to deepen your trust in God. You will discover and accomplish His highest purposes for your life. So in the process, God will bring honor to Himself through you. So rather than being anxious about anything, look to God for help and direction. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, which comes from Philippians 4, 6. When you do this, God promises to make your path straight. And to say, He will lead you in the right direction, enabling you to overcome all obstacles and make the right choices to accomplish His perfect purpose for your life. To accomplish your perfect purpose for your life. So, Deuteronomy 10 ends with this. Deuteronomy 10, 22, it says, Your fathers went down to Egypt, 70 persons and all. And now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars of 
in the name of you to overcome all obstacles and make the right choices to accomplish this perfect purpose for your life. So remember the people of Israel went down to Egypt as a small nomadic clan. They left Egypt as a strong and powerful nation. And God here is saying, God here is saying in Deuteronomy, what is it saying in Deuteronomy 10? The same thing that the writer of, the same thing that Solomon is saying here in Proverbs. If you follow the right path, if you follow the path that God puts out for you, which involves doing all those things that he requires of you, right, to do all of those things that he requires of you, all the three things that he said he required of you, he said he required of you to fear him, walk in his ways, and love him, to serve him with all your heart and all your soul, and to keep his commandments. That's the first thing. The second thing was to circumcise our hearts and not be stiffening. The third thing was to show our love for the strangers living in our land. So when we do those things, right, God will direct our paths and he will make us as numerous as the stars of heaven. He will direct your path. And so, Deuteronomy 11 through 12, Luke 8.